You're listening to the Esther Collective Podcast, the show that brings you real talk for young women today. We're a group of 18 to 30s women discussing life's big issues with honesty, hope and a sense of humour. So grab a cuppa and join us for another episode of the Esther Collective Podcast. Hello and welcome to our Esther Collective podcast and this episode is on healthy living. Uh, My name is Hannah. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Jessie. So before we start talking about healthy living, uh, let's talk about something a little bit unhealthy for a second. Um, Just to start us off guys and get us chatting, if you were a chocolate bar, what would you be and why? I'm going to come to you first, Jessie. Oh, I really like this question. So I think I would be the classic dairy milk bar as I'm totally solid and dependable. People know exactly what they're getting from me, or at least I hope. Um, And they know they can rely on me to deliver what they expected. I'm not full of surprises, but what you see is pretty much what you get. And people can hopefully appreciate me for what I am. Oh, yeah, lovely. I can totally get on board with that. Dairy milk is always a solid choice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Charlotte, what do you think? I would go for a mint arrow. I love arrows. You know, they're full of the bubbles inside. And so I think I am quite a bubbly person, quite loud, quite chatty, happy to make friends with anybody. And so I think I would be an arrow because I am bubbly. And I chose mint arrow because it's just a bit more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amazing. I love a mint arrow. I love mint anything, actually. It's my absolute favorite thing in the world. Um, although I'm not going to choose something mint. I think I'm going to choose a Yorkie bar, but one with raisin and biscuit in. Um, because I like that it's got fruit in it, makes me feel a little bit better about eating a chocolate bar. (laughs) Um, And I think they look quite plain and sort of bog standard on the outside, but then there's lots of fun and exciting things going on. And I like to think that's what my life is like, that maybe it looks quite boring and bog standard to some people, but to me, there's lots of exciting things that I really love doing and that make me really happy. So thank you for that, ladies. I really think we would make a good selection of chocolate bars between us. (laughs) So as I said, this episode is about healthy living. And so it's something that we have to think about all the time. We're bombarded every day with images of what the perfect body is meant to look like. And that can come through television and adverts and magazines and newspapers. And it is obviously all over social media all the time. And we are also told not only what the perfect body looks like, but thousands of different ways that we are able to achieve this for ourselves or that we should be able to achieve it for ourselves. In a recent study of more than 2,000 adults in the UK, which was conducted by retail analyst Mintel, it uncovered that almost half of Brits have tried to lose weight in the last year. And that figure rose to 57% when researchers were just looking at the results for women. There's so much pressure for us to be mindful about what we're eating and it's become completely normalised for us to hear about different diets and exercise regimes that our friends and families and colleagues are on. So today we're thinking about this idea of healthy living as an alternative to strict diets and exercise regimes. We're not here to say that eating healthily and exercising are bad things at all, because of course they're not, but that they should be done carefully and that we should always do them in a way that makes us feel good and makes us feel positive about our bodies and helps us to be proud of our achievements because our bodies are amazing and they help us to do loads of wonderful things. So being healthy shouldn't be something that we find negative. As probably most of us are aware, because it is something that we talk about all the time, most diets revolve around small portion sizes and cutting out certain food groups such as sugary foods or fatty foods or carbohydrates. 
And these popular weight loss methods have a huge focus on what you eat and really have very little advice on how to exercise to complement the diet. In fact, three of the most famous diets and most popular diets in the UK all state on their websites that there's no need to exercise at all on their diet plans and that they guarantee you will lose weight without doing any exercise at all. Um, However, that's completely contradictory to what the NHS advises. The NHS states that the healthiest and most sustainable way to lose weight is by combining healthy eating with an active lifestyle, which I think we all know, don't we? But we all kind of want that quick fix and we all want to um, do things in the easiest and quickest way possible. And that's kind of what these diet websites and resources offer us and so before we get any more into this I'd just really like to know guys what are your experiences of dieting and weight loss it's something that's quite personal isn't it and something that can not always be that easy to talk about but how have you guys had experiences of this and do you feel pressure now from the people around you to eat or to exercise in a certain way Charlotte do you want to start us off with that Yeah, absolutely. So I could definitely sympathise with some of the things that you said, Hannah, about those famous diets where it's just about eating really little and not exercising to complement it. And I definitely was aware of those kind of pressures as a teenager and got on board with some crash diets and different fads and realised, I guess, over time that those quick fixes just aren't a healthy way Mm -hmm. to live. But there was so much pressure and everybody was doing it or I didn't look like I wanted to look or the way that the magazine told me I should. And so how could I solve it really quickly? It fits in with the whole, you know, teenagers, your self-esteem is such an integral part of your development, isn't it? And there's so much pressure. And I definitely got on board with some of those things then. And I guess over time have realized that actually just having a balanced diet, controlling your portion sizes in a way that allows you to maintain a healthy weight um, allows you to have cake when you want to have cake and not have to say no to things. Doing everything in moderation is a much more sensible way to approach things. But I'm not immune to the pressure. Earlier mm. on this year, I got married and we also were preparing to go on honeymoon straight after. And there is so much pressure with all of the groups on Facebook that I was part of from brides all over the UK it was lots of conversations about, you know, how much weight are you going to lose before your big day? What size dress are you going to try to buy? How are you going to make sure your body looks great when you're on a beach on your honeymoon? And so those pressures are constant, I think, no matter what stage of life we get to. And yet we have to find something within us, I guess, that helps us filter out the noise and realizes what's important. And that isn't always easy. But to get to that place of I'm going to eat in the way that I know is really sensible. I'm going to exercise in the way that I know is really sensible and is really healthy. And I'm not going to listen to those voices that put that unhealthy pressure on me. I'm going to listen to the voices that champion me and that tell me I don't need to (laughs) drop a dress size in order to get married because my husband wants to marry me the way I am, actually. (laughs) And so to choose what you listen to, I guess, um, and to just have a balanced approach um, in, in your dieting and in your um yeah you're eating and in your exercise yeah absolutely thank you Charlotte and it sounds like you're sort of in a really healthy place now which is really lovely and I thought you looked absolutely beautiful on your wedding so you were perfect (laughs) just as you were (laughs) um Jessie do you want to talk a little bit about your experiences yeah sure so I don't have the best experience of dieting and weight loss and when I was around 13 I became quite unwell because of the pain that initially started in my stomach and some days that pain was so bad I couldn't move and then it got to the point where I stopped eating because I believed that food was causing the pain 
I remember quite significantly going to the doctors around 20 times with my parents in desperation to find out what was going on. Um, I had so many tests at the hospital and over a year I lost so much weight and by the age of 15 I was admitted to hospital. Um, I was on around 14 tablets a day to help with this pain and my family were so lost because I wouldn't eat a thing. I thought the food was making my tummy worse. I wouldn't go to school. And I should have been going out with my friends, having sleepovers at that age, but I was miserable and nobody knew what was going on with me. And it wasn't until that hospital admission and the fact that all the tests had shown no significant abnormalities that the question, the origin of the pain. And the next bit's quite complicated, but after lots of different questions and investigation, I was diagnosed with anorexia nervosa, which is a type of eating disorder. I had no idea what an eating disorder was, but I knew deep down I wasn't eating because I thought I was fat. I thought I was worthless and not good enough because I was comparing myself to other people's bodies and lives. I was looking at magazines. I was seeing constant diet adverts on TV and social media, and I really wanted to just fit society's ideal woman. And I wanted to be smaller because it helped me to feel more in control of my life. Um... I was making myself sick on purpose. I was exercising excessively. I was pouring meals down the toilet, hiding food. I was lying and I thought it was normal to diet and to be stick thin because of what I had heard um, plastered over everything that you come across in life. I'm recovered now and it was hard work and some days I still struggle, but I was able to find more to life than diet and weight loss culture. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for sharing, Jessie. That must have been such a horrible, hard thing to deal with at such a young age. And it's really good to hear that you're sort of through that now. And I'm sure that you speaking about it will be really positive for some people listening that maybe are in quite a dark place with their bodies and their well-being with Mm -hmm. that. So thank you very much. I can totally relate to what you said about it being everywhere and it being plastered all over the place. And I think that that is something that we experience isn't it in this day and age especially at the moment I think something that's really popular is appetite suppressants and detox products and it can be that um celebrities that young people and maybe especially young girls look up to kind of promote these products um they are all over social media platforms sometimes they're sold in pyramid schemes so it's not just celebrities sometimes it can be our friends and our family that we see sort of selling these things and promoting these things as well In February of last year, 2019, the NHS called on social media companies to ban irresponsible and unsafe celebrity endorsements. Um, And they wanted to protect young and vulnerable users by doing that. Professor Stephen Powis, who's an NHS medical director, uh, warned that if a product sounds like it's too good to be true, then it probably is. The risks of quick fix weight loss far outweigh the benefits and advertising these products without a health warning is damaging and misleading. Highly influential celebrities are letting down the very people who look up to them by peddling products which are at best ineffective and at worst harmful. So that's something that has impacted your life in a really practical way, Jessie, and I'm sure that's true for lots of other people as well. Yeah, Um, definitely. Yeah, so we touched a little bit there on the NHS and there's loads of really brilliant advice out there from them, other resources as well, about what actually is the healthiest way to live. And I think kind of we all know deep down, don't we? 
the best and the simplest way to look after our bodies is to just be aware of our calorie intake and to try and make sure that it doesn't exceed what is recommended for women and for men um, and to try and eat a healthy and balanced diet and try and include everything in that diet so not to eat too much of one food group but to kind of eat as much of different varieties as we possibly can and try and be active in ways that we enjoy. So you don't have to enjoy high impact exercise like running or cardio. Those things aren't for everybody. They're not for me. Um, but maybe something um, a little bit more low impact like swimming or cycling would be more up your street and would help you to stay active in more of a positive way. Lots of people incorporate dancing or zumba into their weekly routine and that helps them stay more active. So it doesn't have to be something boring that you do on your own. It can be something that you do with friends as sort of like a social activity even something really simple like walking to work instead of driving or getting public transport can really be hugely beneficial and it's not just positive in terms of your physical health but it can be really positive in terms of your mental health as well to just take some time out and to be active to focus on something physical it can help our minds to switch off for a little bit and to help us stop thinking about and worrying about all the things that we have to deal with every day we all have busy lives and lots of responsibility. Um, and that time when we're active can really be a bit of sort of me time when nobody else can um, ask anything of you and you're completely focused on yourself and on your well-being. And actually, that sense of achievement when we reach a milestone can be really positive and can really help us to be proud of how brilliant our bodies are. So I'm going to come back to you again, ladies. How do you try to look after your bodies and stay healthy? Um, what kind of simple and effective ways do you have for making sure that you're looking after your bodies in a really positive way, um, mentally and physically? Jessie, do you want to talk about this first? Yeah, sure. So I try and live by the saying, everything in moderation. I think I just love that saying because it's a reminder that you don't need to deprive yourself of sweet treats you don't need to exercise every day you just need to enjoy life by making sure you have a right balance of healthy eating and exercise and I think treating your body purely as something to look at sets us up for a fall and having a reminder that your body isn't something to look at it's somewhere we live and it's something to be proud of for all it does it, it lets us breathe it lets us walk run sing dance you name it and yeah our bodies are incredible and deserve to be acknowledged and respected for all it does so let's take care of them in a healthy way oh that's great thank you jesse yeah i totally agree um charlotte what do you think yeah, so a few different things, particularly when it comes to exercise. Recently, I did the Couch to 5K app with my husband. Um, and it was really interesting, not anything that we'd ever done before. We are not runners, but it's a really simple app that has a nine week program, starts with running for a minute at a time. And by the end of week nine, you can run for 30 minutes at a time. And we could not believe that we would ever get to the end of it, but we did. And I think it was amazing to set the goals. That was actually really mm -hmm. helpful for us in a way that I hadn't realized would be before. And we're now looking at what goals we can set in the future when it comes to running. Who are we? <laughs> we're not sure <laughs> what's happened to us. But then something else when it comes to exercise, and this is much more where my mind would have been before, but things that are fun are mm. going to really help me to look after my body. So if it's a dance class, even if it's an online YouTube video that I can watch at home, that I can get on board with, something that's fun is going to help me to want to exercise and to want to look after myself in that way. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really important that we do things that are fun and that we find kind of enjoyable and positive for us because we don't want to associate exercise with that kind of negative emotions. We want it to be something positive and something that is kind of a treat for us and a little bit of time away from any other kind of stress and worries. And so, yeah, I would totally agree with that. I really like exercising at home as well. And I really kind of like very low impact exercise like yoga and pilates because it can kind of go hand in hand with mindfulness and with taking a bit of time out for yourself so yeah i would totally agree with that and very well done on the couch to 5k i can't believe that i would ever get to the end of it but (laughs) you never know we did not think we would hannah so i believe in you (laughs) yes but you've done it so that's amazing shall we have a little bit of a break from all the heavy stuff to play a game (laughs) yeah okay so what we are going to do is we're going to have a conversation about giving good advice on eating healthily and being active. But each person has to start the next sentence with the next letter of the alphabet. So for example, the first person might say apples are one of your five a day. And the second person might say bananas are also one of your five a day. (laughs) And the third person might say, can I recommend going for a jog in the evening? And so we're going to give that a go and see how far we get in the alphabet. Let's go uh, Charlotte, Jesse, and then me. And we'll go around in a circle like that. But if anyone gets stuck, then we can jump in to help each other. (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay charlotte off you go when you're ready with a activity can be fun (laughs) be active at home cardio is high impact exercise (laughs) Mm. dancing is always going to get me moving eggs are a good source of protein (laughs) um fun exercise is always a positive way to start the day Google healthy recipes and try something new. Have everything in moderation. Mm. I personally really enjoy yoga. (laughs) (laughs) Jump, just do it. (laughs) Keep on swimming. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you all about having your five a day. (laughs) Munch on some Maltesers. You don't have to give up chocolate. (laughs) Never do a crash diet. It's not healthy. Mm -hmm. Mm. Open up your mind to new possibilities and new experience of being active. Mm -hmm. Perhaps you could find a friend to do exercise with. Quit. I know Q's a hard one, but I think I've got one. Um... Quit comparing yourself to models in magazines. Amazing. Uh, Respect your body and all that it is capable of. Mm. Spend a day trying something new, a new exercise or activity. Take time out to be mindful. Understand your limits uh, and don't push yourself too hard. Mm. Uh, Vary your exercise to give your different muscle groups a break. Welcome treats in moderation. (laughs) (laughs) Xylophone playing is good for your arm muscles. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's so good. Yes, Hannah, that's so good. That's my one. (laughs) At the end of it, get a good night's sleep. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like get a good amount of sleep because that helps us to stay mentally and physically healthy. Oh my gosh, amazing. (laughs) I can't believe we managed that. I'm so impressed. I think last time we practiced, we managed to get to F or something. So I'm very proud of us. 
Well done, everybody. <laughs> um, so I think we've talked a lot about um, our own experiences, haven't we? And the way that we think about our bodies. I think if we're able to be quite positive about our bodies and um, the way that we look after ourselves, then that's something that we can really influence others with. So although it's easy to pick fault with our bodies and our abilities, the Bible tells us that God crafted us just how he wanted us to be. In Psalm 139, um, it says, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, And I just find it really crazy that we feel more comfortable saying bad things about the way we look than embracing the fact that God calls us beautiful and precious. So what if rather than joining in all the many conversations about dieting and exercise and weight loss and all the things we don't like about our bodies, what about if instead of joining in with those conversations, we try to point out positive things about the people around us and not just about how they look, because we are so much more than our appearances, but about their personalities and their talents and their skills. And what about trying to make our healthy living have a positive impact on the people around us? So we've talked about teaming up with friends. We've talked about being more active in a fun way. It's lovely, Charlotte, that you and your husband have been able to do that together and kind of positively encourage one another. And there's loads of ways we can do that. We can go to a gym class with a friend. Uh, We could invite somebody around to do a yoga video um, at home. We could make a healthy lunch for our colleague and then they could make one for us the next day. There's loads of really lovely ways that we could turn healthy living into something positive for our friends and family as well as for ourselves. And we're really lucky in this day and age that we don't even have to go out and spend money to access fitness programs. There's so much available on YouTube and on DVDs that we can get completely for free. So there's loads of opportunities for us to look after ourselves in a really positive way, isn't there? What practical things, guys, would you recommend for people to kind of have a really healthy, positive outlook on looking after their bodies in terms of exercise and diet? Charlotte, what would you suggest? Yeah, so I would say find something free. There's so many great stuff out there. So why not give the Couch to 5K app a go? Or why not go on YouTube and find a free fitness video or a free dance class that you can just have a go at? You have to start somewhere. So why not start small and just have fun with it? Yeah, lovely. That's a great idea. Thank you, Charlotte. Jessie, what do you think? I just want to signpost people to this great young woman called Megan who started an online blog and podcast and also um, a great Instagram page all about body positivity. Um, It's called the Body Posi Panda. Uh, You can find blogs, podcasts and all things body positive, um, which is sorted into categories such as intuitive eating, bikini body confidence, keeping active to size prejudice and a whole lot on why diet industry and crash diets are not the way forward. I think the blog really helped to remind me that our culture is obsessed with perfection, especially when it comes to the way women look. And I think the parameters of acceptability as far as our physical appearance go are so limiting that only a handful of us fit into these moulds. Um, and we shouldn't have to feel that way. And I think Meg really helped me to accept myself for who I am. So go and check her stuff out. Um, I think what I'd recommend um, is that I always listen to music when I'm exercising. And I think music is really amazing. It can really change the way that we're feeling and really positively impact our kind of outlook, can't it? So I like to listen to really upbeat music that makes exercise fun. And there are a couple of artists that I really like because they are sort of really empowering and really give out positive messages, especially for women. So one artist that I love dearly is Lizzo. 
and she's all over the radio and all over festivals and and everything else because she's incredible and she just really um sings songs that make you feel really good about yourself and the way you look um, and another artist that I love and think is really positive um, is Lauren Daigle. And she sings lots of songs about a kind of accepting yourself and kind of listening to what God has to say about us and not listening to what the world has to say. And that for me has been something really positive and something that has helped me to stay on track with a kind of positive mindset about these things. And so as we kind of get ready to say goodbye, uh, we just want to set you, our listeners, a little challenge. And that is that we would love you to next time you hear somebody putting themselves down talking about diet or exercise, we would love you to try and influence that conversation positively by building them up or reminding them about the wonderful things that their bodies are capable of and the wonderful things that they are capable of, because we are all able to achieve really amazing things and our bodies help us to do that. And we're just going to finish off with a quote by someone called Jim Ron. And he says, take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. And that's true, isn't it? If we don't love our bodies, then we're going to struggle to kind of get anything done because you have to be in your body all the time. So you need to figure out a way to respect it and to love it. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Uh, we really hope that you've enjoyed listening to us chat. We've really enjoyed chatting to one another. Um, and please get in touch on our social medias and share your thoughts and let us know what you think and what helps you to be really positive with your healthy living. And hopefully we will speak to you soon. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Esther Collective Podcast. Don't forget, you can continue the conversation on Facebook and Twitter at Esther Podcast and also on Instagram at Esther Collective Podcast. The Esther Collective Podcast is part of GB Ministries. This podcast features the song Realizer by Kevin McLeod, available from incompetech.com, licensed on the Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0.